Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Thanks for joining us here on WWL First News. Tommy's out. I'm in. And we're joined by Dr. Ed Shervinak, professor of political science at UNO and a local pollster. Good morning, Doc. How you doing today, Dave? I'm doing well. Uh, how the city is doing, I guess, is the focus of the mayor's state of the city address, an annual address that mayors give here in New Orleans to tell the residents how things are going in the city. You have done years and years of polling here in New Orleans. And what do you what is the general sentiment lately amongst those people you've polled about how New Orleans is doing? Well, if, if we look at uh, the polls out there that, uh, I mean, the last poll we did was a year ago, and we had the mayor at 31% approval rating. Um, and in, in the polls I've seen this year that, um, that she's pretty much in that same neighborhood in the mid to, to low 30s. And so people are not generally uh, happy about her performance in office. What is it, do you think, about her performance that has less than a third of voters thinking that she's doing a good job? Well, certainly, you know, there's lots of issues that the city faces, the crime issue, infrastructure issues, um, uh, homelessness, affordable housing. And so it, it seems like they're they're not being addressed properly by the current administration and i think people are also concerned about the mayor's international trips that uh, you know she's traveling which is what mayors do uh but there's been lots of controversy about her first class flights and so people feel that she's not there doing the job she's out of touch while uh, you know all these problems are festering in the city. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Someone texted us on our Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line at 504-260-1870 says, is the mayor going to be delivering the speech from New Orleans or from somewhere overseas? <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> and, it really does seem to be an issue. It rubs people the wrong way. Yeah, and I think that it's the types of trips she's been taking. They've been for sister city agreements, which many people wonder about the value to New Orleans of all of these sister cities around the globe. And then it's to things like global warming conferences that she's the only U.S. mayor in attendance. Others, right. if they participate, are doing it via Zoom uh, or are not participating at all. And it makes people wonder, well, if she's the only U.S. mayor doing this, why is she doing this and why the others aren't? Well, because uh, she feels, you know, that uh, she wants to represent New Orleans. I mean, uh, mayors do typically travel to conferences and, you know, in terms of trying to generate and drum up business for the city. Um, but, it, it's, you know, the perception is that she's just kind of uh, going on these trips just uh, as a way for her to uh, get away from the city for a vacation rather than doing any real business. 
Is there anything she can do to energize the voters of New Orleans at this point? She does have more than two years left. We're barely halfway into her second term, so there's a whole lot of Mayor LaToya Cantrell still to come here. Uh, As she delivers her State of the City address, is there anything that she could focus on or should focus on that might improve the way people feel about her? Well, certainly the speech isn't going to move people's attitudes. It's going to have to be results on the ground that if people see uh, a reduction in crime, if they do see roads being fixed uh, in a timely manner, um, you know, that the economy is, is moving forward, um, dealing with the problem of homelessness, dealing with the problem of affordable housing. Uh, that's the kind of thing that's going to shift perceptions and attitudes about the mayor. And really, what if you if we try to list her accomplishments, uh, either in her first or halfway through her second term, I think most people uh, struggle to do that. Although we should note that crime has been on a downward trend, particularly over the last several months. Yeah, uh, that's that's correct. And also the attrition rate for the police force has kind of slowed down as well. Uh, so she can point to that as an accomplishment. Um, I, I think she also wants to basically push this idea of dealing with blight in the city. We have a large number of blighted properties, uh, and so we'll have to see what she does uh, on that issue. Well, we know that yesterday she made uh, many statements. She held a, a, an opportunity to talk to the media uh, about the Plaza Tower and really mm-hmm. seems to be stressing the fact that if the Plaza Tower is not brought into compliance soon, that the city is going to knock it down, demolish that massive structure, and pass the costs on to the owner of the building. Yeah, um, it's, the city seems to be getting serious about that particular property and, and hopefully other properties as well. If you, you know, you look at the Lindy Boggs Mid-City Medical Center, which is an eyesore, uh, so you know, if she can get some movement there, I think that would uh, move people's perceptions of her. What do you expect to hear from the mayor in her State of the City address? Do you think it's going to be a lot of cheerleading and rah-rah and, and noting accomplishments that maybe many other people haven't noticed? Well, I mean, th- basically these are addresses that where the mayors, they can update the public on the current state of affairs in the city and, um, you know, she'll uh, outline her accomplishments and then She'll also present any future plans and priorities um, that she has. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure she'll focus on the positive and, and, and basically say, look, I know things are bad, but we're, we're trying, we're doing our best, and we're going to deal with these problems. Talking with Polster, professor of political science at UNO, Dr. Ed Chervenak, about tonight's State of the City address from New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell. When we get back, I want to ask him what he thinks the next two years are going to look like under a Cantrell administration, who, if anyone, is emerging as a potential next mayor of New Orleans, and does anyone who can really do the job want the job? Plus, the mayor recently said she was flabbergasted that candidates for public office did not want her support or her endorsement. Hmm. We'll talk about that as well after we check on WWL traffic. 725 on your Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here on WWL. Ed Shervenak, professor of political science and pollster at UNO, is our guest on the eve of the, or the day of, I should say, the State of the City Address from New Orleans Mayor LaToya Cantrell. Professor Shervenak, uh, what do we think the next two years are going to look like under a Cantrell administration, pretty much the same as the last six? Uh, I mean, that's the only thing we really have to go on in, in terms of what we see is going to happen in the future is what's happened in the past. Um, 
you know, hopefully uh, we can maybe see maybe better relationship between the mayor and the city council. Um, you know, I think that's probably one of the biggest fault lines in the city's politics right now. So hopefully, you know, there can, uh, you know, be some movement forward there. Uh, but I, I think, you know, pretty much it's just going to be status quo. Hopefully there'll be some improvement on the, on the margins, uh, but I don't expect anything, you know, drastic that's going to happen. Yeah, less than a third of folks in New Orleans approve of the mayor's performance. And I get a feeling as I talk to people that they're just kind of weathering the storm at this point, that they don't expect anything to change. They can't believe there's two more years left on their second term, but they're just kind of sucking it up and dealing with it, uh, waiting to see who will be next. You talked about relations with the city council. Uh, A lot of chatter that a couple of the city council members may want to be the next mayor. What are you hearing about the potential field of mayoral candidates as we now get into the last two years of the Cantrell administration? Well, you know, usually there's a large number of people who want to be mayor. Uh, Fourteen people ran for mayor the last time. Uh, the election was held, uh, but of course it comes on the viability. And the, the two most, the two members on the city council who have talked about running are uh, Helena Moreno and Oliver Thomas. Uh, and then uh, Jason Williams is also kind of uh, his name's been bandied about as well as a mayoral candidate. So um, that would be uh, a very interesting contest, you know, uh, with, between Moreno and Thomas, that would be a clash of titans, uh, I think, uh, in terms of uh, the mayoral election. Well, and Jason Williams, obviously, as the district attorney, that would be interesting, too. A lot of people wonder if J.P. Morrell, who has been one of the most vocal critics of the mayors, would be interested in being the next mayor. I mean, I've talked to him about it, and he has uh, informed me, and he's informed other people that he's not interested in running for mayor. Um, he's focused on his family, and uh, being a mayor would, would, would take away from that. Being the mayor of New Orleans does not seem to be a very good um, springboard to anything else historically, and it, it's largely a very difficult job to be successful in. You're dealing with 300 years of poverty, 300 years of crime, crumbling infrastructure, education that is at the bottom of a state, at the bottom of the nation, and you don't have much control over it. It's hard to be the mayor of New Orleans. It's difficult to be the mayor of any major urban center, uh, not just New Orleans, um, that even though we have a strong mayor system here, mayors share power with the city council, and you know they just can't act unilaterally to do what they want to do. Um, they need the cooperation of uh, the legislative branch, and much of the time they don't get it because uh, city council members have their own priorities. So it, it doesn't matter you know, if it's you're the mayor of Cleveland or Los Angeles or New Orleans. It's going to be a difficult job. Yeah, and you're looking at really, really deeply rooted problems that no one before you has been able to solve, and it's hard to solve in four or eight years when you're talking about hundreds of years of these problems. Um, Other candidates don't want the mayor's support. She said this the other day. She said, I can't believe that they don't want my support or endorsement. I guess it's because her approval's so low. Why would they, right? Well, you know, if you're radioactive, people are going to avoid you. And so I'm not surprised that people have not sought her endorsement. <laughs> and she, In fact, they told her specifically, please don't support me. <laughs> so there is that. All right, Dr. Shervenak, we will look forward to see what the mayor has to say about the state of the city tonight. But as we have discovered, 
uh, the voters and the residents of New Orleans right now not necessarily feeling really great about the direction of the city of New Orleans. Have a great day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Dave. Have a good day. Have a good one. Ed Shervenak here on WWL. I'm going to open up the lines coming up after the news here at the bottom of the hour. What do you think about the state of New Orleans? Are things getting worse? Are they getting better? Are they just staying the same? Can you believe there are two more years of a very unpopular New Orleans Mayor Latoya Cantrell? Polls show that less than a third of voters think she's doing a good job. How do you think New Orleans is doing? Sum up the state of the city. I'll let you get on the radio. Call me now and grab a phone line, 504-260-1870, or text me on the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, 504 504- 2601870. The next half hour is yours after the news with Ian Ozan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 